0: Share screen. Okay, is that on the screen in front of you? Looks good. Yes, up? yes, it is. Okay, good. Right. So, since we finished Shmonesrei, so we said what we're going to do is we're going to move to um, uh, Tachlan, which is usually the next thing that we say. So although uh, we say every day and the uh, um, the we say only on Mondays and Thursdays, but since as far as the order of the sitter is concerned, so comes first. So we're just going to follow the sequential order of the sitter, even though part of it we say every day and part of it we say only on Monday and, uh, and Thursday. So the first thing is, is just a procedural matter. As far as, um, um, most of us, I, I, I assume, most of us follow minak Ashkenaz, and we say V'hu Rahu, and then we say Nefila Sapaim. then we go ahead and we say the regular Tachnun. By Nusach Sfard, so that's not the case, by Nusach Sfard, they go ahead and they say Tachnun first, and then they say their version of V'hu I think it's a little bit shorter than ours, but they say their version of it. Um, if you're ever in Shul on a Monday or Thursday, so you'll uh, look over and you'll see that when all the rest of us start Vuhurachum, Ira, for example, goes out and he says tachlun first because he follows when he's davening on his own, he davens Nusach So in the Lukutai Ma'arich, so he explains that the the procedure to say Vuhurachum first, like Minag Ashkenaz is. So he says that you find is in the, uh, in the tour and whatnot, uh, the tour amongst others. And he explains So the reason why you would go ahead and say first and only afterwards say is is because the truth is is there the uh uh those seven paragraphs which we say are actually patterned after the shmonasra, and therefore and therefore, lekach, so since there's a, this is one of those things that there's these patterns which exist in davening. So since there's a shmonasrei pattern which exists in vuhurachum, lekach so So that's why you would logically go ahead and put that after the shmonasrei. ach But he says, So he says, our however, is to say tachnun first and then vuhurachum. V'ruah pi paschas the hazor truma, and this is based on the simple reading of the of the zohar, who says there the where it says the amar baser tzaluce, after davening shemone esrei, lo boy bar le mishal eltin, that a person should not go ahead and make any requests at that point whatsoever, ela le minpal al anpin. But rather the first thing that one should do after Shmona Esrei is to do nefilah Apayim, or what we call tachrun, is falling on one's face. That should be the first thing that one does. And he goes ahead and he confirms that with the writings of the Arizal and whatnot. But there is a difference of opinion as far as the correct sequence of those brachas uh, are concerned. And uh, in the world of prayer, so he goes ahead and he explains he says, uh, the, the uh, minute that we follow, that we Ashkenazim follow, as far as this is concerned, to go ahead and say the V'hurachum first. So he writes, the V'hurachum was spoken immediately upon completion of the Shmonasri. Why? For like the Shmonasri, it is a supplicatory prayer and consists of three parts. And we're going to see later on, we're going to see shortly when we talk about the origin of this, uh, this prayer, uh, what the, the, the how we divide into three parts but as we're going to see there's seven paragraphs and of the seven paragraphs which we say so it's broken down three two two that's the sequence that's how they're they're broken down so those are the three parts and in each of in each of which the divine name is mentioned 18 times so that means that in the first part the second part of the third part each of those times you mention Hashem's name 13 times and like the Shmon it is therefore to be spoken in a low voice and standing up. So here again, Ellen, going back to your point about when we do stand and when we don't stand. So since according to this, Vurachum, uh, the way we practice it certainly is, suppo- is patterned after Shmon Esrei. So since this is a Shmon like prayer, therefore it follows that we would go ahead and we would say it's standing up, and there's actually an interesting debate about whether it should be said out loud specifically, or whether it's said quietly, but we go ahead and we follow the practice that we say it quietly, besides the fact that we don't want to publicize to everybody the difficulty that we have in reading all of the words. But beyond, uh, beyond all of that, we don't go ahead and we say it out loud the same way we don't say Shmon out loud, because this is a Shmon like prayer, and therefore it is most appropriate to go ahead and to say it uh, quietly. So that is as far as the uh, um, the uh, the practice that we have, the sequence that we go ahead and we do to go ahead and to say vuhu Rahum first, and then tachnut next. Now the next thing that we have is from some of the rishonim. So the rishonim. Um, find it. 329, sorry. Oh, yeah. So now, uh, so the, uh, the, the question is, that one of the questions that the Rishonim talk about is, why is it that we go ahead and we add these extra prayers specifically on Monday, Thursday? What makes Monday, Thursday unique or special? Obviously, we do Kriya Satora on there, but is there some sort of connection between Kriya Torah? Or is there some other reason why we go ahead and we say the, these extra seven uh, paragraphs, specifically on Monday and Thursday? So Rabbi Yehuda Ben-Yakar, who's uh, like the Abu Drum, is one of the earliest commentators that we have on the, uh, the Siddur. So he says, uh, very interesting, he says, B'chol eretz he says throughout the French region, as well as in some other places, we say on Monday and Thursday, So we go ahead and we add additional supplications that relate to crying out to Hashem to save us from the the, uh, submission that we have to the nations of the world, to save us from exile. So these are prayers which are which are uniquely designed to go ahead and to uh, revolve around them uh, to, uh, to, uh, that Hashem should save us. And we'll see when we get into a little bit more detail in the Nesiv Bina, some of the themes of these seven paragraphs. But that's the way he sees the appropriate way to go ahead. And the, the reason why we go ahead, he doesn't say why it's Monday, Thursday. Sorry, I, I should emphasize that. He has explained explain why it's Monday, Thursday. But the point of the prayer is to that he should save us from our current exile. Then the, uh, the Kolbo, another one of these earlier we showed him. So he goes ahead and he says, On Monday and Thursday after Shemona nogu b'chomo so he's now uh, 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 expanded from the French, reason, French area and some other places. He now says in all of the places of Chayisro, leharbos betefila beTfila So we go ahead and we say an increased number of prayers and supplications. Why is that so? L'fisheb basin shalmala v'shalmata shavim. Because the convening of the basin in heaven the heavenly basin, is always going to be patterned after the convening of the earthly basin, and if you remember from the uh, the beginning of Maseches Ksuvis, the reason why women would get married on particular days, on Sunday or on Wednesday, was so that if necessary, they could go to basin the next day, because basin would regularly convene on Mondays or Thursdays. So since we know that the earthly basin that's when they were normally scheduled to go ahead and convene and to sit in dine Torah and to address whatever issues uh, uh, people had with uh, with one another, so the basin in Shemayim is going to be patterned after that and therefore they also go ahead and they, uh, they, uh, they structure this uh, to follow this uh, this particular uh, this, this, that particular pattern and he says also the him rachamim, Monday and Thursday also are days of mercy. receive because the Pasuk says, Dirshu Hashem So this is a Pasuk which we normally hear, uh, we think about either on fast days, it's the opening words of the Haftorah on fast days, Dirshu Hashem And it's also a common uh, uh, term, a common phrase, which we hear around the Aser Shem E Because the Chazal tell us that when is it, pas- that the phrase means, seek out Hashem when He is found, and Chazal tells, when is Hashem found, when is He closer to us than He is any other time of the year? So that's going to be specifically on, during the Aser Shemei Chuva between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in order to facilitate the chuva process, in order to, uh, to make it easier for us to be able to successfully uh, repent, so so Baruch Hu comes closer to us, rather than making it harder for us, he comes closer to us in order to allow us easier access to him so that we should be able to secure for ourselves forgiveness at that, uh, that particular time. So therefore since the, uh, these days are days of Ratzah, any time, the, the purpose of Basin, people think that the purpose of Basin is just to decide where money is going to go, whether Ruven gets the money or whether Shimon gets the money, but the truth is, is that money is really a secondary part of the, the purpose. The real purpose is, is to bring shalom between people. So being that people are at odds with one another and they have a disagreement and that disagreement could potentially uh, mushroom into a, a, a lack of shalom between the two parties that the two people no longer get along with one another, no longer wanna be friends. So we uh, based in convenes in order to smooth all of that over To make sure that that everybody understands why the money is going where it's going. And that way they could continue their, hopefully, their their, their loving relationship with one another. So being that, that that is what occurs regularly on Mondays and Thursdays. So therefore, it's considered to be Yemei Ratzon or Yemei Rachman. It's considered to be a time of mercy. And therefore, we take advantage of that by davening uh, additional things. We add additional tefillahs in order to tap into that, uh, that rachamim and connecting it back to what Reb Yudah Ben-Yakar said, we want, that, we want to be able to tap into that additional rachamim specifically so that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will end the galus, will end the, uh, the exile that we find ourselves in. That Rabbi, Sheffel, is... Rabbi yes, you mentioned that women got married on Sunday and Wednesday so they could go to the Baistin on Monday and Thursday. Why would they go to the Baistin after they got married? To get a divorce? Um. Uh, yes and no. Uh, <laughs> uh, back back in the time of uh, of uh, Chazal, so there was. Uh, I, I, I can't tell you culturally. I understand exactly what was going on, but what the uh, the the Gemara's concern was, what the Gemara says is, is that there was a concern that the uh, the uh, after consummating the marriage the night after the Chasana. So the husband may suspect that his wife, if it turns out that she was not a virgin, so he becomes become suspicious that maybe she had some adulterous affair while they were betrothed, and therefore to uh, address that matter immediately. So, because if, if she did have that adulterous affair when they were betrothed, she actually is prohibited to him because once they're betrothed, they're considered to be uh, effectively married and therefore that would make her prohibited on her husband. So they wanted the, the couple to have the opportunity to go to Basin immediately afterwards in the event that there was any such concern so that the matter could be resolved uh, uh, quickly as, uh, as possible. Okay, thank you. Okay. Now, uh, one last thing about this uh, the, the, the uh, this Monday, Thursday part of it. So the Orchos Chaim, another one of the we showed him, so he adds to this uh, this idea. He also mentions the idea that the basin in heaven convenes, patterned after the same, following the same schedule is the basin here on earth. And then he says that this idea that another element of or another value of Monday Thursday, he says Some people say l'fishe moshe rabbeinu the yard that I saw other people use different days of the week. Which day he went up and which day he went down. But the Rishonim agreement that he went up on a let's say the way the Orchos Chaim writes it is he went up to a, on Har Sinai uh, on a Monday, and he descended from Har Sinai with the Torah on a Thursday. So being that his departure was on a Monday and his uh, arrival was on a Thursday so that makes the days of Monday and Thursday very special those days are now forever linked with kabbalah satora so being that they're linked with kabbalah satora that makes them special and that makes them a unique time to be able to daven and he says minakasuv and he adds uh, a different remez to what we said that this is alluded to in the Pasuk when we say dirshu hashem bihimatzoh you should seek out Hashem when he is found. So the opening letters of the word behi are base and hey. Base is Monday, hey is Thursday. So you say, seek out Hashem on Monday and Thursday, matzo, when Hashem is found. So not only is Hashem found on these days just because we said so, but now the Orchos Chaim goes in and finds an interesting uh, a um, uh, 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 reference specifically to Monday and Thursday to make that the most uh, appropriate time to go ahead and to, uh, to, uh, to, daven to uh, to, uh, for those things. Okay. So that is why we go ahead and why we are adding these things specifically on, um, on Mondays and Thursdays. Now we go to the backstory as far as this is, uh, is concerned. Um, Right. Okay. So now, uh, many of the Rishonim tell a similar story, and they tell variations of that uh, that story. And we'll try and make sure that we uh, we touch upon the, them all as to the the origin of this. But we'll start off by reading it from the uh, the way the Draham goes at and presents this uh, this idea. He says, "Kasav even Hayarchi Shamati." So he says, "I heard Shiasdu asdu that this was something that this Vuhurachum, the three, two, and two, the seven paragraphs of vuhurachum, Here you see it on the screen over there, so I should have shown you. So Vuhurachum is number one, and then number two, hate elokai Oznecha is number two, number three, Habeitna Rachemna is number three, that's the end of part one. Part two begins, Anamelechanun part two, uh, the second part of part two is Kel and Okay. So we said. Oh, so this is uh, part two of section two, and then you have in and haposeachiat. So these are the seven paragraphs. So as I said, it's three, two, and two. So we say, um, over here, so he says that it happened when, by three elders, al galus that happened upon the uh, uh, on boats as the Jewish people were being exiled from yushalayim. Shehigia el hegemon echad, that they, uh, they ended up under the domain of some Powerful ruler or something, va'amar, and he said, "The nasosam the kivshanesh." He says, "Oh, you guys are Jews. I heard about some some uh, some Jewish stories. I saw some Jewish story uh, uh, things, uh, myths on the internet on the, on YouTube. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to test you guys. Imu If you are actually uh, uh, authentically descendants of the Jewish people." like so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to throw you in the fire as well. they emerged from a fiery furnace and they survived so if you claim to be descendants of those uh, of, of your ancestors you should also be able to survive for uh, uh, being thrown into a fiery furnace and let's uh, you know let's uh, let's rock So they said Vashaumiman shoshimyo and they said, wait, wait let's not uh, jump uh, to, uh, to, you know, too quickly into this. Got to warm up to this, pun intended. They said, give us 30 days to go ahead and prepare ourselves for our heat walk. Cold walk I could handle, but heat walk is, uh, is unreasonable. Mm-hmm. The sofa's man, at the end of the 30 days, so one of them went ahead in, in his dream. What was revealed to him in the dream was a pasuk, which contains... Train key, the word key appears two times. lo, and the word low appears three times. That's what the message. That was the uh, the secret message in the dream that you're thinking about. You want to find a pasuk that has the word key twice and the word low three times, below yada And before the internet age, they couldn't go ahead and just search that up on Google to find out which pasuk in Tanakh has the word low twice and has the the uh uh, the, uh, uh, the the wor- uh, the word the uh, word key twice and the word low three times. start so I have to pause for a minute. Just give me a second. Oh, not that.